0: ever since 2001 those days they might be done because now they always asking if we're tanking every day we're falling in the ranking. even when hp is banking laden games can't get a break but they say we're tanking they say we're tanking welcome you are locked on to the dallas mavericks my name is nick angstead media member at mavsmoneyball.com and i am joined as always by my co-host, the editor of Smoking Cuban, writer at Mavs. and we've made it to the other side, Isaac Harris. We have
1: made it to the other side. <laughs> <laughs> You've made it to the other side. Whenever uh, I was getting some shots up today in the in the old practice gym, as we were waiting on Rick Carlisle, and uh, me and old Tim Cato were uh, hooping it up. Tim's got and Tim's got a little game. I'm like okay, he's, yeah, not he, he plays normal, a lot. he's not. a He's not a normal block boy.
0: right now i'm a blog boy man holy cow i've not played in so long
1: it made me want to uh go find a game somewhere so if you play pickup somewhere in dallas and you want me to come play holler at you oh yeah if
0: you play like a pedestrian level pickup not if you're like some high level like i know we have some like former college basketball players that listen like if you like i'm not that i'm not that but
1: yeah if you're just taking some uh, dudes off the street you know just ho- holler i'm not gonna i don't want to be paying for no league right now or putting on a jersey
0: so uh <laughs>
1: let's just, let's get some pickup going I'm, but, not
0: we- I'm not wearing a jersey unless it's 41 unless it's 41. <laughs> um today was exit interviews
1: or as you're listening to this probably on thursday or whenever um you know once once a year the the day right after the last game of the season uh, everybody kind of has this obligation to talk to the media one last time before they all uh, head out for their vacations to go back home wherever that's at or whatever they have plan on uh, they plan on doing. So that was today. It's kind of up in the air who talks. Normally, almost everybody talks. All the main players talk. Uh, Rick Carlisle talks. Donnie Nelson talks. So uh, today, Nick and I are gonna kind of uh, talk about. What was mentioned some, uh, today, some takeaways, some storylines, um, some things that were said, some things that were not said, uh, some things that were alluded to, maybe some uh, things that uh, pointed in a direction of the franchise and stuff like that. But um, I think the way I'm, we're going to roll with it is, oh crap, we got to do some like, intro don't we? What do you like, mean? This, it? this is what we're going to talk about today.
0: No, that's what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna get to the uh, we're gonna get to the exit interviews. We're gonna go pretty much player by player. Isaac was at every single one of them. I was not able to because they started at ten thirty as, as like ten thirty a.m. Uh, and did you tell? Did you say how uh, how long last year's was?
1: Yeah, last year's was uh, quite a long time. And I, uh, I
0: went to last year's for like I think I was there for an hour, an hour and a half, and I talked to two people, <laughs> like two players. <laughs> You know, uh, I feel like it went by a
1: little bit quicker this year because uh, they pretty much a lot us, quicker. Hey.
0: I mean, last year was, it was like twelve to five or something like that.
1: Yeah, and it it was hey, the team meeting's going to be at ten thirty, and so pretty much just like whenever the team meeting is done, we're going to yeah. start bringing players down. Well, it was like ten forty five, and JJ walks down. So it was a super
0: quick team meeting. <laughs> Carl, I was like, all right, well, y'all know what just happened just here, so. Uh, <laughs> Have a good summer. Don't do anything stupid. Uh, Pretty much, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, and
1: and literally one guy would leave the podium and another guy was waiting. So by the time I, like, stopped, pushed stop on my recorder, saved it, I was hitting record again for the next dude. So That's good. Until, like, Rick. It took Rick a while to come out, Rick and Donnie. But, uh, but, yeah, we'll just kind of – I'll go through each player that came out, most of them, and uh, we'll kind of just talk about some – uh, some things they mentioned and like I just said, JJ was the first one to come out and, uh, JJ comes walking, uh, walking up with his little girl. I think her name is Paulina. Uh, but she was adorable and she had this little red dress on and she, he was like holding her. He's like, oh, today's a uh, daddy date day. And, uh, so he held her like the whole time during his exit interview and, <clears throat> you know, JJ's awesome. Um, just an incredible year for, for him this year and career year kind of at this point in his career is kind of crazy. Um, and he was asked a lot about that and something I I found interesting that he said was last summer, he took the whole summer off and he said, I didn't do anything last summer. And as far as like basketball wise, and he he talked about like coaching Puerto, Puerto Rico or whatever, but he kind of just took the summer off, and he said he thought that that really played a big role in coming in fresh and everything. He downplayed the like end of the season. He's like, "Yeah, I'm healthy. Like, I'm good now." I, it was just more precautionary, setting out the last couple of games. Translated. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, it, it was good to hear, uh, good to hear and see JJ. But something I think the main he didn't talk for too long. There's you know, not a lot. I mean, he's a vet and he's coming back. So not a lot for him really. But the main thing is he was, they was asked about Dirk and uh, about Dirk coming back. And JJ said, Hey man, like I thought that I thought this was it. Like, yeah, I, I thought this was it for Dirk. And he even said, he took it a step farther and said, um, well, I'll just read the quote. I said, I thought this was it just like everybody else. I thought, I think he thought this was it too. And you know, JJ, wow. you know, He's like close to Dirk and stuff, so it's like he said. I think he thought this was it too. He's a but he played. He stayed healthy. He helped the team. He still loves it, and I think he has fun with us in the locker room and traveling. And uh, so you kind of it makes you like think about when it turned. You know, like when when did it make this turn of I'm coming back? You know, was it recently? Was it yeah? A few weeks ago? Was it a month ago? Whatever.
0: You wonder if like. I mean, we talk about tanking and how players hate it and stuff, but, like, there's a, t- a huge pressure probably taken off of players at that point, you know, and I wonder if, if that had anything to do with it where it's like there's no there's no real pressure, come in and play whenever, you know, like, there's not – like, Dirk is such a player that – he we know that he's going to give everything right like we're, we're not worried about if if there's no pressure on him he's not going to bring it but he's so he's still going to bring it but when there's that extra pressure on it I mean, we saw it in the in the finals he took that pressure on so much that it was like physically hurting him you know what i mean yeah. he's getting sick and like all this stuff so maybe that that lack of pressure on him maybe that helped him enjoy it more in a way like in a weird way Cause he's still gonna take it seriously. He's not gonna, you know, goof off, goof off like <laughs> and not do get his work done. Like he's still gonna work and get his stuff done. But like, I wonder if that had anything to do with it.
1: Yeah, and something that you can't appreciate enough, and that really kind of I don't know, like tugs at me. This is like one of the few things that really like gets me is when Dirk has mentioned more than once, and he just said before the Suns game too. He said he feels like he has this obligation to see the franchise through this rebuild stage. And it's like, man, like you just feel for him. Like, you're like, man, you can't appreciate that enough that, you know, maybe after next year he might feel like he might feel like right now it's like, man, we're just, we're not there yet. So I want to help lead another year. I want to help set the stage another year and possibly after a big summer in a first year with this another draft pick free agent whatever, then he's like, okay, the franchise is in good hands. It's time for me to walk away. And that's just c- continue talking about Dirk. Donnie was asked about Dirk today, and it was it was a scene, man. Like he got choked up, and you could tell his eyes were watering. Like he was, try- he would stop and try to you know, just collect himself a little bit about. Just Dirk coming back, how much that means to him and the franchise, how special that is. And, you know, each player talked kind, of, talked about Dirk kind of. And Dwight Powell had some cool things to say about him, just saying, you know, I see stuff that y'all don't see of what all he puts into this game and mm-hmm. his life wow. and everything. And it's just stuff like that. And, I mean, that, we could go all day about Dirk. But um, nothing really else about J.J., Wes was right after JJ uh, supporting a new haircut. I feel like he always has uh, <laughs> new hair. Um, but yeah, I mean, Wes was Wes. Wes was pissed off. Wes um, kind of gave insight to that last meeting and said, you know, he said it was a short meeting. He said, but I loved it. He said, because everybody was pissed off. And he's like, that's, we're all mad. We're ready to get back. Um, he said, "I was ready to play on a fractured leg," <laughs> and yeah. he was ready for it. You know, he is the toughest. You see, you know, they just love him, and the players love loves him. Donnie called him. You know, he's our gladiator. Um, the The only weird part about it was, I think it was Saad asking him about his player option, and Wes obviously has the eighteen point six million dollar player option this summer, and West says. Well, I haven't really thought about it yet. And then in the same sentence, but, you know, I don't have any plans on, you know, being anywhere else next season. So, Mike, if you don't have any other plans to be anywhere next season,
0: I think he yeah. Probably well, he, about yeah, it. he hasn't thought about it, so he doesn't have any plans. He hasn't thought about any more plans. That <laughs> makes a lot of sense. I don't know why you're confused. <laughs> no, that's not, you know, he's already made his mind.
1: Like it's it's done. You've you've thought about it, and he doesn't have any
0: plans because he hasn't thought. What if he thinks about it? It's like, man, <laughs> I could go play with player X. No, nah,
1: but I mean that that was the thing of, you know, it was just not even really mentioned. It wasn't asked by Donnie. It wasn't anything like everybody just talked like he was just part of the future when they. And when Donnie or Rick or anyone was talking about next season, it was constantly, oh, Dennis is back for next year. Wes will be there. You know, it was just assumed that he was there. And we all think he'll be there. I mean, that's the smartest decision for him. Yeah,
0: so. it's going to be hard to turn down an $18 million. Yeah, I got <laughs> a lot of
1: mentions today about why is he here, and I'm just like, please, don't get get away. Um, I know how much he makes, but he still means a lot to this team. So.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. So All right, let's uh, let's go ahead and move on to our next player uh, in just a second. All right, who you got next?
1: All right, I'll just jump, uh, um Yogi and Sala into really the same category. They didn't talk uh, super long. Uh they both kind of echo the same thing. Sala said, you know, hey, I know, you know, Yogi said I know this is a business. I know that's how it is, but they both said, "You know, I want to be back. I want to be back in Dallas next year." So, I mean, what are they supposed to say? We don't know what that's going to look like. They both. Yeah, what if he said he doesn't? Like, no, I'm good. Salah looked fam. like he just woke oh, up, but um, Salah <laughs> yeah. did, and uh, so it's kind of
0: what he was still up.
1: Seth never talks in the media, and it's kind of strange, mainly because. To my understanding, uh, I was told last night that people who were going to be free agents would talk to the media. Uh, Nerlens was nowhere to be seen, so.
0: <laughs> well,
1: that's... Um, but but Seth didn't talk, and I I knew I know Seth was in the building, but he didn't talk, so I don't know. Uh,
0: yeah, he was on the bench the whole night last. I don't night. know.
1: Yeah, I don't know if there's a purpose behind that or not. So uh, I'm assuming just they didn't think it was. You know he was big enough, or people cared enough to talk to him. I wanted to talk to him. I should have just requested, it, but um, he didn't talk to the media. If people were wondering why, nothing from him. But anyway, that was Salah and Yogi. Uh, the next one was was Doug, and Doug. Doug's awesome. You know Doug's cool as heck. But you know it was just very clear from Doug of I love it here. <laughs> I play. I feel like I had some of he played best really basketball well here. <laughs> he was ass. Um just about coming back and coming back to Dallas and he said yeah hopefully he said hopefully at least that's the plan so whatever that's his plan is it Dallas's plan is it both of their plans we don't know what that means but um he just said hopefully that's the plan Carlisle echoed that and just said hey we like Doug a lot and he said "And he said I can't say too much more about it I don't know, like." player or, like, league-wide, you know, rules or something, saying whatever about it, even though, I don't know. I thought that was weird, but... Yeah, well, it's the
0: thing about, you can't talk about a player that's not on your team, but... He's on the team. <laughs> he's on the team now. Yeah, I guess it would just turn over, like, in August. Yeah. Or, like, in uh, July 1st, you yeah. know?
1: So... But so yeah, I mean,
0: if if the uh, this is a question for our our future free agency, you know, podcast, I'm we'll, um, sure we'll have, in our player reviews. But if the Mavericks had to choose between Seth Curry and Doug McDermott, what do you think they Doug would do? McDermott. Wow, they had like they had to make a decision. Yeah, I would,
1: yeah Doug, I wouldn't even think twice.
0: You or the Mavericks? Uh, I think both.
1: Yeah,
0: I think both. He's made that big of a because I feel like Seth Seth was sort of that is that same vein last year where it was like Seth is definitely you know he's definitely gonna stick around for a little while like he's been really really good this year we think he found a good spot in Dallas he's played his best basketball here you know things like that like he had the he had that month two month or two month stretch where he was averaging like 20 a game you know he's just playing super super well and then all of a sudden that just went out because he missed the whole season
1: yeah I think there's just a it's just different situations Seth's a little older he's had more injury history um there's a little like what position is he is he a two guard
0: it's funny to think that seth's older <laughs> doesn't yeah because he's like
1: what 28 29 i mean he's gonna yeah mcdermott's 26 yeah so and like doug just he fits that specific and i know i wrote about this and everything he fits that like page of, stock of role like he is that role in Carlisle's offense and no, nothing It said. I just think that if they had to pick, they would pick Doug. But, um, you know, I didn't really tweet anything about this, and I don't have anything in. I published a piece saying five big takeaways uh, from exit interviews today, and I didn't have anything from Harrison Barnes, uh, mainly because he just said all the right things, you know. He just kind of said all the, nothing new about, you know, his disappointing season. They, you know, put in a lot of work liked what he saw from Dennis just different stuff with that so there was nothing um nothing more really about that Doug said something about Dirk and it was funny he was just talking about how special it was to finally get to play with Dirk and he just said how much of a jokester he is which we always hear about he was like man the yeah. first day I was here he was giving me all kinds of heck from being from Ames Iowa and he was like I'm pretty sure there's probably nothing special about no Wurzburg Germany or <laughs> you yeah.
0: <laughs> and that's what he maxi maxi comes out yeah max hey, what hold
1: on. <laughs> um but no, nah, so then yeah then then dennis came and uh that was fun you know he talked a little bit more than the others um he talked about just a bunch of different stuff um a couple of different takeaways from dennis is you know summer league coming up Dennis said very very openly yeah I, I plan to be at summer league uh, he wants to work with the the upcoming pick and uh, the rookie he was asked hey who you know who should we who should we draft with that top pick Dennis said eh, he started laughing he's like ah, it's probably best if I don't make a comment on that and uh, <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> That would have been huge. That would have been huge. <coughs> Highlight that. Uh, of X interviews was when he said, "Yeah, yeah, I just, you know, it'd be good. We're gonna bring some in, bring some more swag in here, different stuff, whatever." Dwayne Price follows up with, "I mean, uh, you say more swag. What what is, what does swag mean?" I was like, "Oh my gosh." Dwayne Dwayne
0: has all the swag. So
1: yeah, him uh, him asking uh, Dennis what swag means was uh, was great. brought some laughs. Dennis smiled and said something along the lines of like feel good, look good, play good, and uh, <laughs> and that was uh, pretty funny. And uh, we all got a chuckle about that. And um, something <clears throat> something I asked Dennis that was responding to Wes. Uh, somebody asked Wes what's your advice for Dennis this summer and I loved what Wes said and this it just this is the type of dude that my my, the Mavericks love having Wes here and Wes even talked about he said man as long as Dennis has my number he's gonna be hearing from me and all this stuff he's like big brother you know but Wes said Wes said I want him to watch the playoffs and let it hurt like watch Mm. these playoffs and let it hurt you And so I asked Dennis Dennis that. I said, hey, Wes said, you know, about watching the playoffs later. I said, now that you've watched the playoffs all your your life, now that you're in the league now, you're going to be watching the playoffs. Are you going to be watching it differently? And he said, absolutely. He's like, I've been in some of these arenas now and played in some of these arenas, and I've seen, like, some cool crowds. He said, but now I know, like, what these crowds are going to be like. Now I kind of know what the competition is. And, yeah, he was great with that. And I followed immediately back with, well, how long until the Mavericks are there? And he said, next year, man. Like, I expect us to be there next year. And um, that's awesome. I mean, that's what you want to hear. Like, that's what you want. What's he supposed to say? Oh, three years, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. F- <laughs> yeah, first, good luck. Second, yeah, that's definitely, <laughs> what, that's definitely what you want to hear, for sure. And, I mean, <clears throat> a lot was made today of the Mavs, like, point differential, that they were not, like, the worst team in the league. Yeah. And that with their clutch games and all that kind of stuff that, uh, if like 50% of those swing the other way, like the maps were 0 and 5 in overtime this year. Like if they win though like overtime games, usually are like a coin flip. You have a couple of possessions here and there, but if they win a couple of those games, all of a sudden they're you know that's five more wins, and then you could get probably 10 to 15 more wins with the clutch games that they did. <laughs> They didn't pull yeah, that, And that's
1: what's crazy about the Mavericks is a lot of people look at it and be like, oh, I don't know if we can be a, you know, people want to say playoff wins. Well, that's probably like, that's like plus 20 wins, like a big turnaround. Well, when you're a team that is sitting on the edge like that and lost so many clutch games, it's like Wes was saying today at the x He's like, man, we just didn't win the games we were supposed to win. He's like, we were so close on so many games, and we just didn't win them. And that's that's why a lot of them realistically are saying, hey, I, yeah, I think we'll be right there in the hunt next year. Donnie Nelson has asked point blank about playoffs next year, and he said, we're very confident in that. And, I mean, that's what you want to hear. That's what you want to hear from a fan base. Like, And there's really – I mean, we kind of text about it. There's really no downside of
0: saying otherwise. Like, yeah, just try for it. I mean, <clears throat> like the worst that can happen is you, you say you're going to go for it, go for it, you try and you fail – like terribly, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, and you're just back in the lottery again. And and fans aren't going to really hold the team accountable for that. They're not going to, I can't imagine. I mean, there's definitely gonna be some obviously, but people would be like, oh, this, they said playoffs and it didn't happen. And they weren't even close okay. and blah, blah, blah. And like, whatever. Like,
1: okay. <coughs> um, Something that became a thing. And I think it became a thing throughout the year. More against steam was how hard of a worker Dennis Smith Jr. is. And this was one of my takeaways, one of my five big takeaways from exit interviews is the praise that they gave Dennis Smith Jr. for being this hard worker. And everyone talked about that. I mean, from Barnes to West, everyone, JJ talked about how hard of a worker he is and how he has this fire in his eyes. And it became a thing. Like almost everyone started talking about it. And Dwight, Dwight talked about it some and, you know, Dwight Powell, he said, man what imp- one thing that really impressed him was he said he he will come in over an hour before practice starts and do one on zero drills defensive drills like by himself and de- and do defensive huh. slides and all this stuff he said we'll show up and like he's been in there for an hour doing defensive slides and all these defensive drills by himself he said first off players don't want to do that let alone will will they do it and he said he's voluntarily doing this, coming in an hour early practice and doing this all the time. He said that was for a rookie. He said that's super impressive. And, you know.
0: You never you never hear anybody say that they're practicing defense, yeah. right? Like that's just never – because over the summer it's always like I added this new wrinkle to my to – my, you know, I added a post game or I added a three-point shot or I added, you know, like something on offense. But you never hear guys like – practicing defense <laughs> by themselves like that i mean that's pretty rare i'm sure it happened I'm, I'm 100% sure that it happens but yeah that's that's pretty impressive and that's pretty good and dennis about. you know so there's been some
1: stories that circle around about how often dennis gets into the gym after games um on off days stuff like that and he was asked after games too. Yeah, yeah. After games and everything. And he was asked, "Hey, what what's like the latest you stayed in the you know you stayed in the gym and stuff working on your you know your game and stuff?" And he said, "Well, I mean, there was you know different times this season. I stayed in there till about three o'clock in the morning. It's like that's wild. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, he's staying until three o'clock in the morning in the gym getting shots up, working on his on his game because." He wants to win so bad, and he was asked about like all star stuff, and he was like, "Yeah, man, that's a high honor. I want to do it." He's like, "But I'm like, I just want to win. I want to be in. The, I want to be in the playoffs," and that that was wild. And it's it's cool to hear that he talked about Dirk, and I tweeted this out. And it was you know cool. He was talking about Dirk's like work work ethic and stuff, and he said you know he had heard about it, but just seeing it and how he had came in for his exit interview with 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 Carlisle. Uh, I guess the day or so ago, whenever it was, or today, whatever. He said Dirk was in the weight room getting, <laughs> uh, getting a workout in with his boot on, and
0: yeah, Dirk's on crutches right now, guys. <laughs> he's he had like real surgery. It's not just he's out for the. Out for the season with like some you know Random. BS yeah. injury and you know that
1: right there man I mean Dirk's in, Dirk's in there with a boot on uh, in the weight room and stuff and it's it's kind of <laughs> like Dwight Powell I mean and Donnie Nelson said the same thing he said I should <clears throat> last night uh, after the Suns game the last game of the season you know the season's over most of these guys you know it's time to just like hey just take a break not Dwight Powell he said Dwight Powell was in the practice gym underneath the you know in the AAC getting up three pointers at eleven thirty at night. He said, I showed up today, this morning, Dwight Powell's in here shooting threes in the practice gym. Now, we're assuming he went home <laughs> and came back. Um, but it's just wild that he's like, you know, the season's done, and Dwight Powell has that. That's why they love Dwight Powell. They couldn't praise him enough. Um, I think they could praise him enough. I don't know. Donnie did make a statement. <laughs> I, I need to get the exact one of it. And this is be something we we could debate on the pod sometimes. But he said... He was talking about Dwight's contract, and he said, "I think it's evident now that he has proved every bit of that contract." And that could that could be something we could debate. Maybe not like the first. Two years. <laughs> we we could uh, we could debate <laughs> that sometime <laughs> later on. But
0: okay, this is the la- next year's the last year of his deal, right? I think so.
1: All right, I, I think so too. I think
0: it's <laughs> the the t- I know right. Uh, all right, let's move on to our uh, let's move on to our next player.
1: So before I move on officially, I want to mention my favorite quote from from Media Day. And this was a low key okay. quote. I text it to you and I was like, This is awesome. <laughs> this was
0: I have a I have a question for you about this
1: quote. <laughs> and I love every bit of it. <clears throat> Dennis was asked what kind of advice you could give to the new rookie coming in and the draft pick. Dennis what if the rookie's older than Dennis? What if it's Mikael Bridges? He's, he's older, older than, than Dennis. De- anyway, con- yeah, continue. Uh, he says, there will be a lot I can share with him. I did a whole year with Coach Carlisle. That is some stuff a lot of people can't do. <laughs> that is a loaded, loaded answer. And that, I mean, that's the first thing that comes to his head about advice is, Pretty much, let's just translate and say, I just did a whole freaking year with Coach Carl as my coach as a rookie. So I think if I can handle it, I think I can give you some advice on how to go through that with with Rick as my coach.
0: Did his answer have <laughs> anything to do with your boy, yeah, I, Nerlens I Noel?
1: No comment on that. I can't speak into that. <laughs> I,
0: I think it did. I mean,
1: I, I could. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I thought about it when I when I definitely seen that or heard him say it. And I was like, oh.
0: And not that and not that he was calling him out, like the more I thought about this quote, the more and he just said it like right off the cuff sometimes we we think way too much about these quotes, but the more I thought about it it was like he saw somebody sort of fail under coach Carlisle, like fail pretty bad, where he had like a good position on the like on the team he was on the bus, like I put in my you know I put in my barity video that Nerlens is still on the bus he is he's still like his face is plastered on the side of the bus like he was a fairly marquee player. He was a big name. Like he was a really big yeah. name to come into Dallas and to, to get traded here. Like the Mavericks just don't get players like that. He came in and then just got kicked to the curb like really fast. And we've speculated forever reasons why. But Dennis seeing that and observing that and just looking at like a guy that failed, a guy that failed under coach Carlisle for all intents and purposes. It was Carlisle's decision to leave Nerland's out of the lineup for as, as, you know, as early in the season as yeah. he did. And that probably inspired Dennis or probably even it might've kicked him in the pants a little bit that like, there are real consequences to this. Like you could be the, you know, you could be Nerland's DeWell the guy that is, you know, pretty highly touted and, you know, was the number one player in his high school class and all this stuff? You can come in and Carlo will be like, "I don't care who you are, yeah." <laughs> and just like and just not even play you, e- even on a twenty-four win team. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean that Rick lays down the law with that, and I don't think it was a shot at like Nerlens or anybody. I think it was just like you said, it was just telling the truth. Like we've said a lot, a lot of times before. Rick is a Hall of Fame coach and he's one of the best in the league, but he's not forever player, and that's just. Part of it, it's just like the Spurs. Like not everybody, everybody is cut out to be at the Spurs. I mean, we've seen that, um, throughout you know years and stuff with that. But um, last two things, and these are kind of the loaded ones, so we might have to do a different pod or translate it to a different pod. But like it was Donnie and Rick, and um, mainly dealing with Donnie and talking about two different things, um, the summer and kind of what they're forming right now, and. The one of the big things was free agency plans this summer, and man, that was—I mean, they made it very, very clear that—I mean, exactly what we thought. That I mean, he said we'll be very, very active in free agency, and he took it a step farther. And I didn't tweet this out, and I think this is a significant quote. First off, he said, getting Rick ammunition is the number one priority this offseason, like getting more things to work with. But he says, free agency will be extremely active. And this is as far as he would go with free agency. I can tell you there will be an emphasis on young players with upside. We are in a phase right now that we want to build with youth and athleticism. It really helps when you have three or more, three or more young guys.
0: Do you think that quote before you go on disqualifies a run at book? See, dozens? that's no, that's exactly
1: what I'm thinking about. I, personally, I think it does. I, I think, I think this, I,
0: it at least doesn't fit. That it doesn't fit. Like,
1: that I, yeah, I think. Everything that was said screams, I mean, from he's saying we'll be very, very active in free agency. He says it again later on, you know, we'll be extremely active, um, trying to find building blocks, all
0: this different <laughs> stuff. Guys, we're going to be very, very active. <laughs> now, now, listen to me. Listen to me right now. We're going to be extremely active. Extremely like, active. <laughs> um, that combined
1: with looking for young players with upside, for me, it screams the restricted guys. It screams the Aaron Gordons, the Jim yeah, Ryan all the guys we've talked about, stuff. and yeah, that's what it, you know, that's what it screams. So, I thought that was a significant quote. That's as far as he would go in. Uh, Dwayne Price asked Donnie straight up, "Hey, do you think uh, we should you know, get a big man?" And he was like, uh, uh, "Dwayne, as long as you've been in this business, I can't really say something like that." And um, is that what yeah, he said? He really and uh, it was. Also, Dwayne works with the team. Never mind. It was a okay. pretty funny uh, moment. But, no, I mean, he. they've made it very clear. Free They have high hopes in free agency. They, they got some plans. Uh, he said they'll poke around the trade fronts too. So, um, yeah, we'll see with that. And I know we're cutting on time a little bit, but I want to kind of end on this. And this, this was the biggest, if I could say the biggest takeaway, and I think I tweeted this, is the formerly, like, mentioning some people try to draw these comparisons blog boys try to draw the comparisons um, people on Twitter or whatever is trying to come trying to compare like this rebuild to the past and Donnie opened up his statement today with it's ironic that 20 years ago we were building this team when far when when Mark first came in we were building this team he had Finn Michael Finley he was our leadership piece we had a young Steve Nash who was just coming to his own, and we had Dirk, and he went on a little bit and saying like, Dennis is our Steve Nash, and he's like, you know, we just got Steve coming to his own, all this stuff. You know, that's that's Dennis Smith Jr. He said we had this veteran leadership type of presence on the wing in Michael Finley. That is our modern, our modern day. I mean, he said that he's, this is our modern day Harrison Barnes. He said, and now we're looking for that third piece, and you know, he. Oh, good.
0: We're just looking for Dirk. Yeah, yeah, no, oh, it's a- <laughs> great! Just one of the one of the fifteen greatest players in NBA well, history. It's just the concept of forming <laughs>
1: the, a new big three, and I enjoyed that. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I like that he brought that up. It gives fans this hope, this desire. And he said, "Hopefully, that's where the draft comes into play, and of getting that that third piece." Of Dennis Harrison and the draft pick, that is your young core. And he referred to that a lot. He said those were three guys that we built the franchise around. We have two or three of those pieces now. Hopefully, in this year's draft, we can get the third piece. <coughs> and wow, I did, I, I like that. And he he even joked later on. He said, and hopefully you would he said like hopefully that. he said hopefully you guys can think of a better nickname than what we had for our big three back then. Uh, you know with Dirk, and he said I forgot what it was. It was like I can't remember what. Ex- Nobody yeah, will remember. He said for Nash, Finley, and Dirk, and he said you know hopefully y'all can think of a better nickname for this new big three. And just the fact that it's a mindset, you know, like it. He's referring to it as that. Then like it, they're wanting to form this big three, maybe even big four type of um, type of core. And it's just it's fun to think about that way. It's fun to. I don't know. You just like that. It's. I think it, it does put kind of a little pressure on the new draft pick um, to be that to be that piece for sure, but you never know. I mean, if we land somebody like a Gordon or a Jabari Parker or somebody in free agency, I mean, that would be a – I mean, you'd have to assume that they are they have to be a part of that core also if we're
0: going to be paying them 20-something million a year. Before we leave, so all that being said – who in the draft to you sticks out immediately as, all right, this is, if you had a, your pick of any of the top guys, this is the guy that could be like that third piece that has Outside the upside the to take. To... Cause Just I, mean, I think the
1: top two are obviously, you know, those pieces,
0: both of them you think would qualify Oh yeah, for
1: sure. That? And I mean, if you're going to say, I think the tougher question is who in that next group, because I think, I I, yeah. I look at like Jaron Jackson and Bamba and uh, a couple of those guys. I look at them as like very good um complimentary yeah, like I, not complimentary over uh, over qualified role players. Yeah, like I think they could be all stars. Like I I mean it's kinda like what Rudy Gobert is now. Like I think Bomba could be that. Very, very good players. Or Al
0: Horford. They'd have to be an all star like like Al Horford or Rudy Gobert.
1: Or yeah, I mean immediately like my mind goes to like Bagley, you know, Yeah. <laughs> immediately somebody like I think Bagley um, could have that super high potential. Um maybe even a healthy Michael Porter Junior. Uh, or as the ringer likes to call him an athletic Keith Van Horn.
0: <laughs> hey Keith Van Horn was pretty good at one point, okay? Okay, chill out in here, Keith Van Horn I texted
1: hey. the Charks about that. I'm like, who approved that? But uh anyway <laughs> Who did wait who did he no, say? <laughs> uh, but uh now
0: I'm, no, I'm going to text him. <laughs> but
1: anyway, no, it, and, <laughs> yeah, it's just he gave a lot of hope. And he gave a let – me, let me read this real quick. This was Donnie Nelson's message to fans in Dallas.
0: We're so good at not ending the podcast. Yeah.
1: Okay, we'll end it on this.
0: <laughs> this is Donnie okay.
1: Nelson, GM of the Mavericks. This is his message to the fans, uh, MFFLs. My message to the list. fans is this season will hopefully never happen again. We're extremely excited about the draft and free agency. Hang with us; there are brighter days to come. This is the way we did things back 20 years ago. It is; it has to be done with chemistry and character. Hopefully, you won't have to be too patient. I know our our, our owner isn't. So, gives you hope. I feel like you need like some war music in do. the background, like. Gladiator music. No, it, it was a good day. Uh, there was a Gladiator, lot of hope being uh, spread from Donnie and them. They obviously have huge plans for the summer. They don't plan to be back in this boat next year. Wes Matthews said the same thing. He said, we're not going to be doing this again next year
0: like this. So, I hope they're like, it, if you're going to uh, like do the analogy of this season was a boat, I hope that they're not even in the same like mode of transportation. <laughs> I hope they're like taking a helicopter or like a plane or a even like – uh, Jeep, like Jeep, <laughs> something different than a An boat. airplane.
1: Uh, but no, it's just getting started. A big summer ahead. Michael Finley will represent us at the draft lottery uh, in May, and uh, they're hoping for.
0: Oh, I, I saw that he was going to take all of his family and all of his good luck, John. <laughs> yeah, because
1: he's from Chicago and stuff. And drafts in Chicago or whatever. But um, anyway, it was a good day. It was good to see the guys for the last time, hear um, what they had to say, and we got a big summer ahead, and they're excited.
0: We're excited. We are excited. I hope that the Mavericks are super active. I texted the, you this today. I'm like, I'm, I really hope this is an eventful summer. Cause if not, it would just be very sad <laughs> <laughs> because there's a lot of possibilities. There's a lot of different things the Mavericks could do. So, but we will have a lot of time to talk about that. We will have a lot of time to, uh, to talk about the whole summer. What we're going to do tomorrow is go through our awards. No playoff picks. We're going to do our playoff picks. So, the playoffs will be set uh, probably by the end of tonight. So maybe as you're listening to this, the playoffs are set yeah. right now. Uh, and so we'll go through all of our picks, who we think is going to go to the finals, who we think is going to win, all that stuff. So check back in for that, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Peace Lockdown on. Maps. Boom. They if we're tanking. Every day we're falling in the rankings. Even when HP is banking, Layton Games can't get a break. But they say we're tanking. They say we're tanking.